Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Podcast. Tifa, interesting topic for today. We, we ask people all the time, send us your ideas. Lots of questions on dressing persons living with dementia. Dressing. <laughs> dressing, yeah. So I'm going to say a word back to you, Greg. Undressing. Okay. Good thing this is just a podcast <laughs> where people can't see us because there's some things you don't need to see. Uh, yeah. Did you just turn bright red? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, funny how the word dressing doesn't cause us to have the same sort of level of embarrassment or anxiety as dressing does. So putting something on yourself or putting something on someone seems to, you know, we're covering things up. So that seems to make a little easier. But before you can get dressed, if you've had something on, you have to Mm, undress. Undress. And one of the challenges is if I have clothing on and I have memory issues and I'm comfortable in the clothing I have on and I might even have some aroma awareness issues and I have some visual limitations where if I look at myself, it seems okay to me. I'm not seeing anything going on and I, you know, I feel okay. What's my problem there, Greg, do you think? <laughs> well, you, mm, yeah, might not want to take you out in public. Might want to turn the fire hose. I, you know, I don't yeah. know. Here's a couple of the questions that we had. Uh, Mom used to always dress up. Now she doesn't care how she looks. Here's another one. Dad runs around in his underwear and his T-shirt. Another one. Mom slops food on her clothes and doesn't even seem aware. Mom gets mad when I try and point out how dirty her clothes are and slaps my hand when I try and change her top. What's going on here? So, Yeah, so the things I mentioned, which seem sort of minor, where when I say you've changed your visual abilities, it's actually like people are wearing binoculars. So if you wanted to, if you put binoculars, put your hands around your eyes like you're wearing binoculars, and you look down at your own clothing, you would start to realize, oh, I can't notice my own clothing. Okay, so how do I do that? How do I simulate this? Like if you put your hands, like make make like, no, I don't know, thumb to your first and second finger and have the other guys line up and then put them up to your eyes like you're looking through binoculars Mm -hmm. and you're you're gonna check out the birds. Only now bring your head down like you're gonna look at your shirt. And if you do that, you readily, oh, well, I can't actually see my shirt, which means I also can't see that I spilled coffee on it. Now, why did I spill coffee? Well, the skill of keeping a cup absolutely upright from the tabletop to the mouth gets to be a little more challenging as my dementia progresses because when you think about it, like if you take a coffee cup and you hold it in your hand and you fill it close to the brim and you start to bring it up, you start to recognize, wow, that's a lot of skill in the manipulation of my forearm, my hand, my wrist, my fingers to keep that cup upright. So what happens is I start tipping it a little bit prematurely and I start dropping things or maybe the fork when I bring it to my mouth isn't as well loaded and not as careful. And I may not be quite as quick, but I didn't notice there was anything wrong. And if you come at it as though I've done something wrong and I should be able to see this and do this, well, when, when was I your child versus when were you my child? 
-hmm. Yeah, so this role reversal does not work for me. I mean, like, who are you to make judge? I, these are fine, I just put these on. And so you touching me, well, that was only done when I was a, when you were a child, I would change your clothes and get you cleaned up after a meal. Um, I haven't had somebody do that to me in a long time. So I'm not sure that's the way to go about it. So in PAC, we really work on strategies that encourage people to change, but change for another reason. So I might say, oh, ah, man, you don't have on that pink blouse. I love that pink top. Oh, if I found it, would you, would you, I mean, it is my favorite. It's the one, I, I, I don't think I got it for you. I think dad got it for you. And oh, wow, he always compliments you in that. So what I do is I try to find a reason for you to want to put the shirt on that doesn't really have anything to do with, oh, you're a mess. You've had this on a long time because I can't fix people's brains. What I can do is get brains to do the best they can. And that means I've got to be creative. So speaking of fixing brains, you said that we are dealing with visual changes. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with perhaps, what would I call it, balance changes with my fingers? Uh, balance changes, but also the fine skill that your brain, and your brain has to cover your fingers. And even doing buttons or unbuttoning or buttoning buttons, uh, fine detail work. Uh, zipping zippers. So it's easier to just put things on that are easy to manage and getting everything straight and lined up. Well, if you think about it, buttoning buttons, I have to get the first set lined up and I might do it by feel and not realize I'm off one. Um, you might pick up on it. So I still have the skill, but now I've got it on. I don't want to take it off. And you're wanting to get it off and you start trying to do something and I swat at you. I still have that skill. Mm. So is smell another sense that changes? It is. Uh, so frequently people miss out on the smell of body odor, urine, feces, um, spoiled food, uh, smoke even, um, but also chemicals. They can make mistakes. And so it gets risky. So there's a lot of safety issues. But one is I don't smell my own body odor that may actually build up, including mouth odor. So halitosis, Ooh. brushing your teeth. Um, so we're talking about changing clothing, but if I both have a memory problem where I, I think I just put this on because I always put fresh clothes on in the morning, but I've had these on for two weeks because I actually never got out of them at night, um, which I think a couple of the examples, people were staying in whatever they were in for long periods of time. The idea of giving me a reason or a purpose could you do me a favor? We're going to go outside. I know you're fine here, Dad, with wearing your briefs and your, your T-shirt. It's a little brisk out. Or what I could do if I'm interested in getting him in clothes, maybe turn the room, the room temperature down in the house. Might encourage somebody to put some clothes on. So saying, holy crap, you stink, probably isn't a great opening line? Uh, only if you want to do it once and never again. And I'm not even sure I wouldn't throw you out the first time. Um, but by pointing out somebody's mistakes, they can, you can really get them to a place where they don't like being with you. Um, they feel inadequate. I'm, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Well, I, 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 I didn't realize I smelled. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. What am I? So how are you feeling now that you've made me crush me? Oh, about the size of an ant. Yeah. Yeah. And what if instead I go, don't tell me what to do. I'm, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Leave me alone. Get out. 
So we should learn some skills. Is that what you're suggesting? I'm suggesting if it isn't working, I wouldn't keep doing it. <laughs> that's what I'm suggesting. Tell that to the government, but that's a whole separate story. I know, yeah. So yeah, I think there are lots of things we can do that are helpful. Unfortunately, they require a brain change. And what are, comes automatically to our mouth and to our actions are, well, they're like kids. I'll just tr don't advise it. Another question today, uh, mom, dad, is having frequent accidents and soiling their clothes. Is there a right way, wrong way to bring this subject up? Boy, that's got to be a pretty tender one. It is, because one of the things that happens is that smelting. Well, I said urine and feces, so they may not be picking up on that, but also they may not be noticing even that it's happened, or they may come up with a reason like, well, I spilt water on myself, or I sat in a chair and it was wet, or I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, how could you not know? Well, that should be our warning signal that that's how broken the brain is right then, is it doesn't know. And so pointing it out is likely to cause embarrassment or frustration or anger. So what I could say is, I think you've got something on your pants. I mean, I don't know if you can, oh, there's stuff on the back. Ay, ay, ay. Tell you what, let's get those clean because those are your favorites, aren't they? Yeah, here. I have another pair for you, but let me throw them in the wash real quick because I don't want it to stain. Now, what I have to tell you what, I don't know what this is. Here, grab this cloth. Let's go ahead and clean this. I don't know what in the world you got into. But what I didn't say is you've, you've, you have bowel movement on yourself, dad. Mom, you're wet. That's what you're feeling. I mean, I don't personally see the value in demeaning another human being. And if they knew it, they wouldn't do it. So I've got to accept, wow, that's the brain change I'm living with. And that's the brain change they're living with. Tifa, you, you seem to have a video for almost every subject <laughs> we ever discuss. Not sure if you have one for this. Hmm. You know, it's, we have a bit of it in the art of caring, caregiving. And we do have a fair amount addressed in this in regard to, uh, if I remember correctly, um, working with someone who's in an emerald state, which is often when this starts to pop up. Um, but you know, Greg, you could be right. We may not have anything specifically addressing dressing, undressing, to dress. Um, we do have things on bathing, but we may or may not have a whole lot on the dressing phenomenon. If I if I have questions on this that we didn't cover in our podcast today, gosh, it'd sure be nice if I could just pick up the phone or or use the computer and get in touch with somebody at Positive Approach to Care and get some answers. Well, here's the good news. You can. We have an 800 number. We have a chat line. And we also have an info at, and we have consults. Um, all of those are free. Um, we don't do them to earn cash. We do them because we want to be there when you need support, when you need care, when you need help. Tipa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partner Podcast.